Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to Pull Up a Stump, Surviving and Thriving Life Nowadays. Took a little bit of a break there. Had a bit of a hectic, um, like, last week and a half. And I totally intended on dropping a podcast while I was on my little getaway, but... Life just had other plans. <laughs> so we are back. Um, and on that note, going forward, I think we're going to be dropping a podcast episode a week. So instead of two, it's going to be one. Um, I'd rather just deliver a one good podcast a week than two rushed or like something, especially with my baby coming. So just a little heads up there. Um, but anyway... This episode, um, I think we're going to talk about something that I may have become super fucking good at, (laughs) Um, kind of unintentionally and out of um, like just necessity, Um, and that I think a lot of people need to be better at, and I think that a lot of more people would benefit from, which is um, cutting people out of your fucking life, okay? Like, just boop, chop, goodbye. Like, no more second chances, you know? Um, Yeah, I think over the years, and I wasn't always this way, fuck, I used to be a walking doormat. Like... Anybody and everybody, like, I was a freaking doormat of a woman, and it didn't matter how many times someone lied to me, or how many times someone promised they wouldn't do it again, or how many times someone disrespected me, or put me in a dangerous situation, or, like, you know, threatened my, um, or completely, like, destroyed my progress, like, anything. I was the queen of 20 freaking chances, <laughs> not even second chances, like 20. Um, and I want to kind of talk about like why I think um, that change happened in me because now like I don't even give second chances to most people. Like, you you show me once. You're, I'm a firm, firm, firm believer in that it takes you one time to show me who you truly are. You know? And, I mean, dependent on the situation, okay? Let's, like, we're going to put a little, like, context in this. Like, kind of depends on the gravity of what you've just shown me. I may give you a second chance, okay? But, like... <clears throat> like, like if you just, like, show me that you could ditch last minute on a plan or, like, you could be late or, like, something like that, yeah, I'll probably give you a second chance. But, you know, if you show me, like, that you can just fucking look me in the eyes and just lie to me um, or if you just, like, completely fucking disrespect my boundaries or, you know, um, you can, like, mess with my kids or... Anything like that, like, you're not getting a second fucking chance. I don't care how many times you say sorry. You could get down on your knees and lick my fucking toe jam out from under my toenail, and I will not give you a fucking second chance. Like, you are done in my mind. Um, But I think, like, what kind of changed in there, and when I really look at it, is, like, the, the woman that I was when I was, like, Little Miss Doormat, 
to the person I am now, which I'm sure many people would argue that I am probably, like, colder than I need to be. Um, you know, and maybe that's something I will learn, like, this little boundary, or not boundary, like, a, a happy medium between, like, it, but whatever it is, what it is, um, was that when you actually sit there and, like, put some fucking, like, hard work into your life, um, and that, I, by that I mean, like, you know, financially, emotionally, spiritually, if you're religious, religiously, I don't, you know, like, when you actually put work and effort into bettering your life, um, and, like, this goes for sober and not sober, okay, like, this, you know, this, this one isn't even really about sobriety, okay, we're just talking in a general form here, when you put legit, like, effort into building your life the way that you want it and, you know, like, building it, building it, like, not just, like, living life, like, legit, like, building your life, I find, like, you get much more protective over that life that you have, you know, because, like, you had to, you know, do some blood, sweat, and tears to get there, um, and instead of just, like, having, you know, your day-to-day -day life handed to you, when you have that, like, grit and blood, sweat, and tears behind the life that you've created for yourself, when something or someone or somewhere threatens that, it's like, yeah, no, goodbye. Like, it's, you know, and it's like, I don't, I don't really care, like, who you are. Um, if you, if you put a damper in that, my life is better off without you. And, you know, like, even actually yesterday, I was having a conversation with someone close to me, and I was asked, because um, I think we touched on it before in one of the podcasts, but whatever, um, I haven't, like, really legitimately, besides probably maybe 10 times, and it was because of talking about my daughter, um, but I, like, haven't even spoken to my own mother since 2018, okay? It's 2022, right? 2022. Yeah, 2022. Um, and, like, I got asked, like, how did you decide to, like, finally, like, cut your mom out of your life? And for me, the answer was so simple. It was, like, because I realized that every time... Because my mom and I have a very, like, tumultuous history where we, you know, we're really, really good. We were, if I'm being 100% honest, very toxic for each other when we were, like, quote-unquote best friends. Uh, like, I used to think my mom was, like, my best friend. Um, but as I've touched in other podcasts, she very much um, fed and, and uh, grew my drinking problem. Um, and anyway, so, you know, I, I answered and I said, well, because like, I realized that every time that she was in my life, my life started to go to shit. And I realized that every single time, like I would tell my mom something that I wanted to do to like better myself, she would always kind of like talk down to it and like convince me to not go there or do that much like for example like I remember there were so many times when I came to my mom and I was like I'm gonna stop drinking because like I knew I had a fucking problem okay like I didn't just get sober last year or like you know the the couple times I've been sober and like that was my like big 
recognition of my problem. Like, no, I've known I had a problem for a long fucking time. And there was like a lot of times when, yeah, I went to my mom and I was like, mom, I'm going to stop drinking. Like, don't let me drink or like, you know, whatever. And she'd be like, ha ha ha. And like, not encourage it. And like, you know, and then when I did have my moments where I'm like, I'm going to go get wine or something, she wouldn't like stop me. And like, she would encourage me to drink with her because I was her fucking drinking buddy. Um, you know, and then I like, remember the one time I came to her and said like, I want to go to nursing school. And she like completely talked me out of it. And looking back on it, And through the work that I've done, I realized that that was all a lot of jealousy and that she knew that she would lose me um, as her, like, drinking buddy, like, toxic little partner because I'd be there getting better and my mom has always been in the same spot her whole life. Like, my mom has never really amounted to much. And I know that sounds rude to say, but, like, let's be honest. I mean, yeah, like, she was... You know, the lights were always on. There was always food in the fridge. But, like, she never really did anything with her life. Um, And I think that every time that I came to her and said, like, I want to do this to, you know, better myself, she would talk me out of it in jealousy and fear that, like, she couldn't get there. So, like, didn't want me to get there, you know? So, you know, between the toxicity of our relationship and that, like, literally every time my mom was in my life, it would just completely implode and, like, go to shit. And the fact that she did not at all respect me wanting to better myself, um, that right there, that was enough for me to realize that that relationship was done um, and she she doesn't have access to my life. And it's exactly that, okay? Like... You need to start viewing your life as people can get access to you and to your life, okay? People are not just allowed access to you because they're your fucking parent or they're your best friend or fucking five years ago they lent you $200 when you were down and out or like whatever, okay? Fucking things happen in life and people are here for a purpose or whatever and then they're gone, okay? Like, if can you imagine if you just kept every single person you've ever met in your life because at some point in time they were of some benefit to you or, like, helped you? Like, fuck. Your life would be so busy. Um, And so, you know, like, start viewing your life as, like... You have to, like, be given fucking access to me. And I have to, like, like grant that to you. You're not just... It's not just given to you. And you don't just, like, like have it to have it. Because what? Like, there's some reason? Like, fuck no. Fuck no. Because, like, I know plenty of fucking toxic parents, toxic siblings, toxic family members, and everybody's all like, Oh my god, but it's blood and it's family. Blah, blah, blah. I don't really give two flying fucks. You are toxic and you bring nothing to my life and you make my life implode and you do not respect me and you are disrespectful little cunt bag. So no, you don't get access to me or my kids or anything. Like you lie to me constantly. I don't need you in my fucking life. Like it's like it's it's easy as that. 
And, you know, like, and I just realized I totally just dropped the C word. I'm sorry about that one. I never say that one. That, I don't know where that one came from. I think I was just watching an Australian um, thing and they drop it like it's freaking nothing and it just wore off. So I apologize for that. You probably will never hear that again ever on my podcast. <laughs> um, but, you know, and it's like, like, I think so many people are so... Like, they're just pushovers, and they're just like, oh, well, I can't because, I don't know, they think they owe this person something, and like, no, I'm sorry, like, people owe you stuff, like, your life you fought fucking tooth and nail for, and they owe you things to be in your life, like, they owe you fucking honesty and respect, and like... If they're not giving you those things, then you're better off without them. And I truly think that unless you are, I think unless you have really fought to build your life to be something and like you've had to like overcome hurdles and obstacles and like whatever, and you've actually like had to put in work to be the person that you are, you know, um, you will, you will very much struggle with this part of your life. Because you have no fucking pride in your life. It was given to you. You've never had to fucking pull yourself out of the trenches. You've never had to, like, live on fucking Mr. Noodles and an inflatable mattress because that's what starting over was. Like, you've never, you know, maybe not, doesn't even need to be that, like, crazy, you know, or, like, dig yourself out of, like, a depression or dig yourself out of, like, a fucking breakup that just made you destroy you know or an addiction or like anything lose your kids and like fight to get them back you know stuff like that like if you haven't had to fight and like put in work for your life and like overcome hurdles or whatever or like you know then I'm sorry to say this but I truly believe like your pride for your life is pretty fucking low and if you don't really have much pride in yourself and in your life then you're not gonna fight to like keep it the way that it is, right? Like, the whole reason why, or, like, the majority of the reason why it's so easy for me to just, like, nope, like, bye, like, cut you out, like, you give, you, you fucked up, like, you know, is because I take so much fucking pride in how my life is now. Because I have put in so much work and so much blood, sweat, and tears and... Like, I could write a fucking encyclopedia-length book on the amount of shit that I've been through and the amount of shit that, excuse me, that I have pulled myself out of. And I am so dang protective of that. It is crazy. And so I would, like, I... I but if you've never done that, it, like, no wonder... You have nothing to protect, you probably don't even like your own fucking life. Because, like, you you know, like, which I I don't understand how people just sit there. Well, I guess I can. No, I don't. Because I was going to say I kind of do, but I don't understand how people just sit there in their life with no fucking aspirations or goals or just continue to do the same bad behavior over and over again and not actually, like, put any effort in. Like, whether it's health-wise, mental health-wise, you know, relationship-wise, like, self-healing, all that shit, 
I don't understand how you could just sit there and just be like repeating the same fucking pattern over and over again. And I was going to say maybe I do understand it, but I don't. Because when I was engaging in that type of behavior and not like improving myself and just repeating the same fucking patterns over and over and over again and going absolutely nowhere in life except for down was when I was drinking. And I was... My focus was drinking and my, you know, like I was not focused. So, but like anytime I'm sober and, you know, now that like, cause when I say that it's because I've been sober in the past, but now I've been solidly sober for like almost a year. Um, and I'm not going back. Um, but you know, um, it's like anytime I'm sober. So <laughs> let's just, we're just going to say that now that I'm sober, anytime I'm sober, however you want to say it. Um, like, you can't fucking stop me from trying to better myself every day. And that includes bettering the type of people that I'm surrounded by. Like, I, 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 I will not surround myself with fucking waste of skin people like leeches that just lie and cheat and disrespect and have no fucking goals or aspirations for themselves like I don't like there's that meme or whatever or that saying where it's like surround yourself with four millionaires and you'll be the fifth millionaire surround yourself with four like drug addicts or whatever you'll be the fifth drug addict like you need to surround yourself with people who are like the same as you or on the same path as you, or where you want to be. Because that's how you're gonna, like, get there, you know? Like, that's, like, how I was going back to my mom thing, you know? Like, I would be doing so good, and, you know, like, running my own business, and, like, sober, and, you know, with a fucking fantastic man, and all this stuff, and then I'd go and see my mom, and, like, grant her access back into my life, and then all of a sudden I'd be drinking again and like, you know, not being the best like business owner and like then, you know, my like relationship would like fall apart or like whatever, right? And so it's like you you got to like gain like or sorry, my dog is barking right now. Give me 2 seconds and I'm going to just stop him and I'll be right back. All right, sorry. <laughs> See, I told you we don't edit things. I had to go on, <laughs> mainly because I just don't know how to edit. But uh, um, anyway, so, you know, where was I? Oh, yeah, so it's like when I, like, you let that person in and then things aren't going well, like, it's so much easier once you've done the work to be like, okay, yeah, no, like, I can't have anybody, anything threaten that, that work and that peace that I've created for myself, you know? Um... And I don't think, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if I think everybody is capable of this. Um, because kind of like how I said, right, if I, if I feel like if you haven't done the work, then you have nothing to be proud of and nothing to protect, then, yeah, you're probably not going to be so good at, like, creating boundaries and cutting out people. Whereas, like there's kind of the other side of that where I think it also is a specific personality trait. Um, in a way, like I just, I think that there's people that just um, are not 
like aggressive um, enough people to just like do that. And that can be like a really big struggle for some people. Um, and I, I get that, but there kind of comes a point in time where aggressive or not, or personality trait or not, or whatever, that like it, you kind of just need to freaking grow a set and do it. Like, you know, and how, how much are you willing to give up? Like how much of your peace of your life, of your success, of your progress, um, of your kids, like safety and, and all that, are you willing to give up? Like, you know, and I think that that is something that, you know, you kind of do as a mother, put on your own, put on your child's life as well. Like, you know, and I just, I know I was, I was a very, very protective mother. And then having gone through what I've gone through um, for the last year with the battle with my daughter, um, I was actually joking around in the car the other day on the way back from my little trip there, which was a lot to do with um, business in regards to my daughter. But I was like, you know, if there's any silver lining in this whole situation that I've been through with my daughter and the, the battle um, is that it has made me become like 50 times the like protective fierce mother than I ever was. Like I am so protective over my kids and one isn't even born yet, you know, but I've already said like, I will fucking not let you ever meet him. If you, if I deem that you are not like worthy of that. You know, like, I don't give a fuck. And I, the same, like, when my daughter's back is, yeah, good luck. Even fucking coming on her front lawn. If I don't fucking trust you, respect you, like you, or deem that you are, like, worthy to be around my kid, you know? But I was joking, and I'm like, it's good for them. Because my kids are, like, they have a fucking lion for a mother. It's just bad for everybody else, because I'm like... <laughs> Good luck, bye-bye. You're not having access to my kids. Um, but, I mean, especially in today's day and age, fuck. Like, the world's dangerous. Like, you don't know who you are letting in your life. And I think, like, you know, to, to, to be able to, like, recognize that this is your fucking boundary. And if you cross it in any capacity, you do not have access to me, my child, my dog, my vagina like nothing you are you are nothing you know and um I think that kind of to begin this process for me anyway besides like therapy and all that was like I wrote down in my phone my list of like boundaries and non-negotiables for anybody and for me I broke it up into two categories I broke it up into just like normal people in my life and my relationship and, you know, these are my boundaries for these sets of people. And if any of those, like, you need to sit down and really, really think. Like, what is some, like, what are you not, not allowing people to do or whatever in your life? And you need to have some self-accountability 
to, and like some self, excuse me, goodness, some self-respect, like, and, and uphold that, you know, and realize like, yeah, no, I'm sorry, like, I don't care if at one point in my life, like, I thought you were going to be my forever and, you know, like, I couldn't imagine life without you and all this, but then, you know, you continued to lie to me. Or, but then I caught you, like, maybe cheating or is, like, your boundary or, like, you know, then I saw you, like, you, I don't know, disrespecting my business or you... I don't know, like, stop taking care of yourself, whatever it is, right? Um, and you need to be self-accountable enough and have enough respect for yourself to realize that, like, yeah, it's probably going to hurt, especially if that person really did mean something to you at some point in time. Um, but you have to, you have to want your life more than you want, like, to please this other person, you know, because I think that a lot of the reason why people are afraid to cut people and create these boundaries and, and uphold these boundaries and all this kind of shit is because we're scared of hurting that other person. And like, don't get me wrong, as much as I do sound like a freaking crazy bitch that like will cut you off if you blink wrong. Uh, <laughs> trust me, it's not, I mean, I was gonna say, but no, it, it's not that. It's not that crazy, but pretty dang close. Um, but, <laughs> you know, as much as I come off as that, and I very much am that type of person, I also don't like to hurt people, okay? I don't want to hurt your feelings. I don't want to make you cry. I don't want to, you know, I don't, whatever. But would I rather see you cry at the end of the day because you disrespected me and I cut you out and you're like, me, I'm so sad, than fucking me sit there at night and cry because once again, I've let someone trample over me? You bet your fucking ass I would rather see you cry. Like, I I am just, yeah, I'm just so protective of my freaking life. It's ridiculous. Um, and I don't really feel sorry for it anymore. I mean, in the beginning I used to, like, the hence why I'm, my own mother got way too many chances than she needed. Um, and, you know, I am I could name a handful of people in my life that I've given way too many chances to. Um, but, yeah, it hurts and I don't want to hurt you and all that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, this is my life. And I'm the one that has to wake up in it every single day and go to bed in it every single day and, you know, have my kids involved in every single day and that I have worked so hard to get to um, and that. And I'm sure that person will get over it. You know, they will find a new person to lie to. They will find a new person to take advantage of. They will find a new friend that maybe just suits them better, you know, um, and they'll get over it, um, you know, as a, as a very prime example, okay, like, I grew up with a friend, um, we were friends from grade seven until out of high school, like, we were, I was, I went to, like, her daughter's baby shower and shit, like, she, so it was, like, I think we were, we were, like, best friends for, like, whoa, for, like, a dozen years, that was, like, my dog, um, and, we kind of just, like, outgrew each other, mainly, um, and, 
you know, that hurt, like, for a really long time, because there was a lot of times where I still, like, attempted to reach out, and it was just, you know, ignored, or um, it was just, like, it, it just wasn't there anymore, and, you know, there wasn't really, from what I can remember anyway, some big, huge, like, breakup fight that happened between us before we really just stopped, I mean, we'd have one, like, once a year, we were just both very strong personalities, and true best friends, you know, and we'd have that one big, like, breakup fight a year and be over it, but, um, but it, uh, you know, and that, it just kind of fizzled out, and we outgrew each other, and I think that she went through some shit in her own life that she created a lot of boundaries, and I honestly do, when I look back on it, think that, um, where I was at in my life when all this was going, this was, like, pre-my daughter and stuff, um, you know, I think that in her boundaries that she created for her life to get her out of where she was, I no longer fit that, um, because of the point where I was at in my life and my drinking and everything. So, you know, yeah, it hurt for a long time. And like, even sometimes if I'm being a hundred percent honest, cause I still can see her on social media and that, and she's actually become really close friends with another old friend of mine who both of them I have on social media and I'll see them like tagged in each other's photos. And I'd be lying if I say like, it doesn't kind of strike a little jealousy chord on me for like a second because I'm like, no, fuck you. That was my best friend. Like you guys didn't even know each other, you know? And then, but at the same time, I recognize that maybe we just aren't the same people anymore and we no longer um, like fit in each other's lives. And you know, maybe we would now, but we just don't really talk. But, um, you know, and I got over that and she got over that. And, you know, the person, the person, <laughs> the person, I just went straight Irish there for a second. Uh, the person <laughs> that you have cut out or created very strong boundaries for or whatever, um, they will get over it. You will get over it. There's millions and millions and millions of people on this earth. And it's not like that is the last fucking Sarah or the last Alex or whatever that you're going to meet, okay? You, you know, you, there'll be another person that will come along. Um, yeah. And I think, like, you know, a tip, anyway, <laughs> that maybe to start this process, if you have someone in your life that in this whole podcast you're like, yeah, I'm thinking about Barbara. um you know and maybe like detox from Barbara you know like do like a like say in your mind I'm just gonna stop because I bet you I almost bet you anybody who's popped in your mind during this friend wise may be like the one that you always have to text first to create those conversations you know like you don't ever just get texts from them but anyway so you know maybe detox from Barbara first and do like uh in your mind well I'm just gonna stop reaching out I'm just gonna like kind of stop talking I'm just gonna kind of like cut without like saying it to her yet for like four months six months whatever and then you know, see what happens. Maybe that person will, like, start to reach out more and you can start to initiate that conversation where it's like, look, I'm doing this because of this. You've just, you've done this, this, and this to me or, like, I don't feel like we align anymore or whatever the heck. Um, and, 
then that is now telling Barbara, like, your boundaries. And if she doesn't respect those boundaries or, like, continues with her actions or whatever, then that's the final cut. Um, or maybe when you're, when this happens and then you're, she comes out and goes, Hey, we haven't talked in a while. And you can say, this is why blah, blah, blah. And maybe that conversation will be the thing that like snaps it in her mind to like, Oh shit. Yeah, I was doing that. I need to be better. And maybe that'll grow your relationship. But I think that the one thing that also we have to keep in mind is we have, cause like, I think, you know, oh, well, why don't you just tell them? Like, why don't you just be on? Like, I don't need to always be the one to fucking lay out the paragraph for you. Like, we're all adults here. Barbara can figure it out herself. Like, you don't need to always be the one that, like, does it first, you know? Like, oh, well, why are you waiting, like, for her to come around and do that? Well, like, I've tried or, like, you know, I don't want to always be the one that's, reaching out first or be the one that's creating the boundaries right off the hop. Like, I'm just going to do me. And if that, like, allows us to spark a conversation, then great. If not, then I, like, message fucking received, you know? Um, I just, I think life is too short and it's too... Um, it can be too beautiful to just, like, waste on people who, like, don't value you and respect you and, or just align with you, you know, like, in, like, sobriety and shit, they always say, you know, you gotta change people, places, things, because if you're constantly surrounded by the people that you used to, like, shoot up with or drink with or whatever, then you're probably not gonna stop drinking or shooting up. Like, you gotta, you have to change your whole shit to be able to, like, get out of it. And, like, if you're trying to make a $100,000 a year and you're trying to you know, um, really get your health in check, or you're trying to find a better partner, or whatever the case, yet you're surrounded by people who are fine working their $30,000 a year and have no goals and aspirations, or you're surrounded by people who, you know, still drink their face off and eat like shit and don't exercise like you're not going to get better in that aspect you know if you're constantly still like not doing the self-work and swiping right on tinder to every single guy or girl that is like your normal then you're probably not going to find someone better um you gotta be like nope this does not align with who i am or who i want to be so adios amigo that is all, that is it, you know? Um, yeah, I think that that's something that we all need to do more. Like, and I mean, the world nowadays with all the freaking way too soft people does not really lend itself to creating this type of habit amongst the, like, greater population. Um, but I still think that it, like, it's so important. My life, yes, my circle is very freaking small. Um, but my life is so much clearer and more peaceful since I've been like, nope, 
like uh, super strong on my boundaries, you know? Um, do, do, does it come super easy to absolutely everybody? No. Like, heck, there's someone in my life right now, as I'm speaking about this, that I am very much struggling with this whole aspect. Um, you know, constantly disrespecting me and, and, um, being dishonest. And I'm like, like... Can't, I don't know, it's a, it's a struggle. So, you know, it doesn't always, it's not every single situation is going to be easy or every single person or whatever, but, you know, um, the less amount of people in your life that you need to have that are just vultures and leeches, um, the better it is, you know? So I think, yeah, maybe take those couple steps, start with like a detox from Barbara um, or, you know, and make sure that you write that list where these are your non-negotiables of shit that if you do these or don't do these, you are not in my life and you do not have access to me. Remember, you, only you can say who has access to you. Nobody is just brought into your life or fucking kicked out of the womb, granted access to you, besides your kid. <laughs> but it's like, you know, so... View it as, like, access to you. And you can say yes or no. You are the one giving out the freaking admission tickets to your life. To you on a basis. So, and you can take away access, and you can grant it, and you can create any sort of fucking rule you want around that. And nobody can make you feel guilty for that. Because like I said, it is your life. It is you who has to wake up every day and live it. It is you who has to go to sleep every day and live it. Um, you know, and you're going you're gonna to hurt some people. You're going to make people pretty fucking butt hurt. You're going to, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I really don't give two flying shits. And you shouldn't. Excuse me. Goodness. You shouldn't either. You know, life is short, it is precious, it can be beautiful, and if they don't see that, or if they don't, do like, respect it, then go fucking leech on someone else. Go ruin someone else's life. Go be a fucking pain in someone else's life. You know, like, I don't want it, I don't need it, I've worked too hard to not have that, you know? Whew! This one is, this one's a, yeah, I was really trying to come up with, like, a funnier topic, <laughs> like a funny story or something, but I think until this baby pops out, my life is so just, like, pretty, like, basic and run-of-the-mill that it's hard, like, I don't really have, like, funny stories to share, but, um, I think we're gonna start having guests soon on here, too. There's already been so many offers, so, um, but yeah, I was thinking, uh, Maybe, maybe next week we'll try to think of something funnier. I feel like we've got some heavy podcasts here, but that's kind of what it is, right? We're all talking about the real shit and just, like, shit that nobody wants to talk about. That's really what, what Pull Up a Stump is all about. Um, so, yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't forget, these episodes are now on a weekly basis, not bi-weekly, at least for now. Um, and, uh, yeah, I hope that you guys all have a freaking fantastic day. Don't forget... Move your body, drink your water, do your positive affirmations, and um, have the best freaking day of your life. And thank you so much for tuning in. And if you have a Barbara in your life, 
take some of my tips and uh, start implementing them because you deserve to live a peaceful, healthy, happy life with people who are on the same page. You don't need to be brought down by freaking losers and scumbags and liars and cheaters and toxic shit. Doesn't matter if you're blood related or not. <laughs> um, all right. Adios, people. Have a fantastic day.